Marilyn Manson. The shock rock, shock metal artist known for his over-the-top, dark, sadistic, obscure life and personality. To be perfectly honest, those are just a couple of words to describe him. There is much, much better terminology out there to describe Marilyn Manson's life and music style and whatnot. And to be 100% honest, I've always liked Manson's music, but at this point in time, I have to say that there is a boycott going on, and I cannot see myself supporting him until he's proven innocent, which I really don't see happening. I just can't bring myself to support someone like that any longer. And what kind of brings about this episode is there are new stories coming out about Manson supposedly having this whole um, like room that he would lock girls in, and now there's just even more stories coming out, and... To be 100% honest, does this come as a shock? A bit? A major shock? No, not at all. I mean, the man has been absolutely weird and off the wall and has displayed what he does and who he is, and he's displayed that proudly for decades now. Everyone knows him as the weird, obscure, different than normal person, and people who have talked to him have said that he's bragged about having like this chamber, the bad girl's room, as Manson called it boasted about it and said that he could lock anyone away and it was a soundproof room which i'm kind of 50 50 on this um there was an assistant of manson's for eight years who denied ever seeing any women confide to this so-called room now that doesn't mean it didn't happen and he also did not deny that the room existed he just said he didn't see any women confined in the room but that assistant obviously is not there 24 hours a day seven days a week at least i don't think or at least you're not awake for that amount of time now, one girl is suing Manson for sexual assault and unlawful imprisonment, saying that he repeatedly forced her to stay in the room, which is about the size of a department store dressing room. And she was forced to stay there for hours at a time. She said that he made it sound cool at first, but then he made it sound punitive. She basically said, first you fight, and then he enjoys the struggle. So really the best thing to do is not struggle and not give him what he wants, because even if she would have screamed, no one could hear because he made he made the room soundproof. Being a musician, he obviously has um, knowledge and I guess supposedly access to stuff like soundproofing, like foam and whatnot that you would have in a recording studio. So wouldn't have been hard for him to make that room soundproof. Now she states that the rest of Manson's apartment was decorated with blood and swastikas and clip photos from porn magazines. Another person recalls a spray painted word "AIDS" reading above his bed. And that the carpet, the decorations, the curtains were all black. Obviously, the curtains were black so they could block out light for pretty much the entirety of the day. The temperature was kept around 65 degrees or possibly colder. And Manson supposedly would throw temper tantrums and destroy furniture if the thermostat was adjusted. Now, a lot of these women who have been coming forward uh, pretty much say that there were repeated attacks of mental, physical, and sexual abuse that have left them all with anxiety, depression, having panic attacks, and PTSD. Now, for a while there, Manson dated Game of Thrones actress Esme Bianco. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And she claims that he deprived her of food and sleep, as well as electrocuted, bit, and whipped her. Jesus. At one point, she claimed that he... She claims that she told him he was crowding her, at which point he freaked out and started chasing her around the apartment with an axe, smashing holes into walls. She is actually suing him for sexual assault and sex trafficking. Both Evan Rachel Wood and Sarah McNeely both had similar experiences, they say. Ashley Walters, a former, assister, a former assistant, 
says she can't believe how many women this is effective has affected. Uh, four women have filed civil lawsuits, but more than a dozen have come forward accusing Manson of psychological or sexual abuse. So apparently just all of these women who are having the same experiences. Now, Manson denies all of these claims and states that it's a coordinated attack by former partners who have weaponized the otherwise mundane details of his personal life, which mundane details, it's the way that's making it sound is like they're, you know, making something more than it needs to be. You know, these are mundane details and they're blowing it way out of proportion. That's what I'm taking from that, which if any of this is true, I don't think any of these things are mundane details. Just, oh, yeah, I mean, I have like a, a room where I lock people away. But I mean, I just, let's, let's just, what's the big deal? You know, why, why are we making a big deal? It just, you know, further stating that they're desperately trying to conflate the imagery or artistry of his shock rock persona, basically. You know, you guys just can't handle the way that I am. Basically, Sarah McNeely warns people about listening to him because he just has a way of getting into your head. Now, the amount of women that are coming out with these accusations, and they're all so similar, is very alarming and very much cause for concern. And I don't know how anyone could even just believe Manson when he's trying to deny it. If you have, you know, 15 people all with essentially the same story coming out and saying this, you, those 15 people all made like a text group chat and we just were talking to each other like hey guys let's get him with this and we'll say this and we'll say this and we'll all go at the same time and we'll really get him it's no you had one brave woman step up and speak out and then the other woman followed suit they're like you know what this woman's brave i fucking like that i'm gonna step up and i'm gonna also gonna say what happened to me while i was there uh, even like manson's shows that he had gave us warnings. I mean, there were shows where he would lock women in a cage and they would kick the cage or hit her or, you know, whoever was in the cage. You know, people just thought it was part of the stick. But, you know, some people were really unsettled by it. Uh, friends of Manson said that there were times where he taped sexual encounters and showed them. A former bassist says that he and Manson actually pranked a woman and told her that they were watching her and would rape her in the parking lot and then crush her underneath her car. I mean, the, the bassist says this. So you have, that's why when I said earlier in the episode, it's 50-50. You have someone who says, oh, I've never saw a woman get put into that room and whatnot. But then you have a bassist saying, oh, yeah, I was part of some of these pranks. And the bassist also says that he was charismatic and talented, but was honestly, it was his way or the highway. So basically, you know, do what he wants or you're going to get punished. Now, the people that followed him, like his fan club, are just as weird. People would send in letters to him written in blood, and supposedly there would have been underage girls sending him photos, and they justify it as part of a contest, which there's there's no contest in this fucking world to where an underage person should be sending any type of photo whatsoever. What the fuck kind of contest are you having? He's had record labels that would see the type of shit he was doing and say that it's too much, we have to change something. Manson has a lot of people know him as the guy who got blamed for the Columbine shooting. Um, he's also got a reputation for dropping the N-word a lot. So th he just puts off this big vibe of you should really just hate me. And that's kind of how his music was. His early music was basically hate me. Hate me. I don't care who gives a fuck. Fuck authority. Fuck all this. It, it was pretty much just fuck the world. It's the world against me. And if you followed him, then you were part of his crew which was everyone against us and it was pretty much all comes down to everyone saying if no one speaks up it's going to continue to happen 
if no one speaks up, it's going to continue to happen. And you did have some people who were very brave who actually stood up and spoke up about it. Now, actually, Rolling Stone has a fantastic article that talks about damn near everything. It's actually where I got a lot of information, guys. Um, it's a great read. If you know, By great read, I mean it's obviously traumatizing to read because of having to read what it is. But if it's a story that you just kind of want to like know about and like know what's happening, um, Rolling Stone has a great article about it. Uh, I Obviously, there's so, so much that I'm not talking about. They go into a really in-depth um, story on it, and that would be the longest episode ever if I went over everything. But yeah, Rolling Stone has a great article about it. For me, I was a fan of Manson. I enjoyed his music. But now that I've seen these things, I've heard these things, and I always kind of knew he was weird, and I was falling under the same impression that it was just part of the shtick, it was just who he was, he's weird, whatever, maybe it's just, you know, maybe it's just for show, maybe like behind the scenes, he's a normal-ish kind of person. Turns out, no, he's not. And I can't bring myself to support someone who does things like this, or remotely close to this. You know, you've just made yourself known as a disgusting human being who I no longer... And willing to accept what you do as art. He may see it as art, but there is no art in locking somebody in a room and torturing them. Or depriving them of food and sleep or electrocuting them or whipping them or whatnot. If you got that kind of a weird fetish that I know people do, then that's what it is. But from what these the claims that these girls are making are, it was without consent and he was doing it even when they told him that they didn't want to. Because you can still kind of be dark and weird and mysterious, but be artistic. But this is this is not that. This is not how to do that properly. And what we saw in his shows and stuff like that was clearly just a small sample of what he truly does when he doesn't have millions of people watching him or the cameras are not on. And I'm not a fan of that. And nobody should be. And it's time for a change. Lock him away. Manson, you were cool. I enjoyed your music. Turns out you were just not a person who deserves to be in society and you are a pure monster and you need to just be locked away and hopefully it does something to you to where you think about what's happened and you come out a better person and if you do somehow end up coming back out of this and getting back into society i hope that you just go into a normal lifestyle because this is not the way that anybody should be living and very much high praise to all these women who have come out and been brave enough to speak out against this. All right. That wraps it up, guys. I just kind of wanted to touch on it real fast. It was a big story. It's a big artist, and all this stuff is happening. Um, as far as I know, there is a case hearing um, that is scheduled for December 27th, so we'll kind of see what happens after that. But like I said, if you guys go to Rolling Stone. Uh, website they have a really in-depth really big article that pretty much explains everything like i said it would have been a super long episode had i done everything so i couldn't but yeah manson piece of shit kind of human being want nothing to do with him will not be listening to his music can't support that we'll see what happens all right guys thank you so much for listening to the podcast i am out of here and have yourselves a great day